Welcome to episode 48 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and today if you're tuning in, you must be one of my loyal followers and I want to send a huge thank you out to those of you who are listening to my show actively. It blows my mind seeing the stats on my podcast episodes when new ones do come out and I've noticed a lot of you connect with the lifestyle coaching quite a bit and also episodes on relationships, stress and nutrition do really well and I love to see it. I'm so grateful for you being part of the podcast journey as well over the last year and a bit and I'm really looking forward to 2022 and what else we can talk about. There's been a lot going on in my personal life and to be quite honest, it's quite a time to be alive. So a bit of a life update. I'm single again and have been for some time now. And something I love talking about is relationships, but it is a conversation that is a little bit um, different for the female health show. And in terms of 2022, I think it's going to be a very interesting year for myself. I actually would like to be single for quite some time. Um, I've been in very serious relationships from 19. And whilst I love sharing life with someone, I think I realize there's a lot of stuff that I also would like to work on myself um, before getting into another serious relationship. I think that this going into 2022, it would be a really great space to talk about um, being single and dating and just relationships in general and potentially have some women's health practitioners on on the show next year and even some relationship therapists and experts i think it is a conversation that is really empowering and whilst i still want to talk about nutrition training and mindset of course i definitely think um, talking about relationships is also a healthy part of understanding female health and in general just like healthy healthy aspects of life So what do you think? I'm going to leave a form link in the show notes and you can anonymously send in your queries, questions, and thoughts. Anyway, so today with a little more lifestyle coaching, we're digging into knowing your why, why you need to understand your wants, needs, and desires better, and more deeply over the superficial surface to achieve long-term success. It's quite timely getting to the end of the year and wondering what's next. And for some of you probably wondering, what isn't working? I, you know, what do I need to change or what are you going to do after the intensity of the last two years? For me, it's given me a lot of PTSD of lockdowns and not being able to work the way I want to. I had a full meltdown two Fridays ago this November, and it was because I was so happy to be back at work and socializing and being around other people and, and working with people instead of, you know, behind a computer on zoom, whilst I love the ability to work online, I've missed the interaction. I've missed that so much. Um, and every single lockdown, it highlights to me how much more I love my job. And I just don't complain about waking up early. Like I don't care. I will do it. I'll stay back later if I have to with clients because I just want to be with them. Um, I actually started to cry and I was like, like having a meltdown, just picture your meltdown. I was having a meltdown too. And I was just thinking because I, you know, was absolutely absorbing all of this amazing energy being back at work. I thought if I have to go through another lockdown, it's going to destroy me. It's going to be another three months of hell. It's going to hurt so much more because every time it's been worse. And, you know, tying this back into knowing your why, knowing your reasons why you do what you do or why you want what you want. I really was reflecting on so much negativity during those lockdown times. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because it is a perfect example. There were so many times where I wanted to throw in the towel. I genuinely thought I can't do this anymore. I'm going to give up. And I actually submitted an application into a job and I got into the like second round of interviews, but I decided, what am I doing? This is not what I want. I love my work. Like 
I was having a really bad day that day, which is why I submitted that application fully. <laughs> anyway, and I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to work a nine to five job. Uh, I'll do whatever. I, I don't care. I I can't save money right now. You know, Dan Andrews is messing with Melbourne. I want to move. I'm, I'm done. You know, I can't. I just can't. That's all I was thinking about. I was uninspired and felt so depressed and so stressed out. It genuinely messed with me. But every time I thought about leaving, even after I submitted that application into another job, I thought about why, why would I leave something that I've built where I've wanted to be for so long? You know, how hard I've worked to get here, here, as in a business with now two employees, a business that is respected in my gym, in my area my own business that allows me to purchase an investment property at 26, a business that allows me to connect with the most incredible clients and people in general whom I love. And I love being able to connect and coach them and see my clients every week. I get to work with amazing staff. Like I've got Cynthia and now Tamara who I fucking love working with. I get to work in a place that feels like my home. It doesn't feel like work sometimes. It honestly doesn't. I love it so much. And I had to remind myself of these feelings and achievements constantly to keep me going. It was hard. Some days I just needed a hug and, uh, you know, the reassurance that I was going to be okay. The reason I coach is because I love how it makes me feel, what fitness and health has allowed me to do and what it's allowed me to achieve and how much of my world around health and fitness has allowed me to see and and do and can and connect with the greatest people how lateral i can also think for my own health care so giving up was not the right option and knowing how disappointed i would be in myself to get this far in a pandemic and give up was actually eating at me like why would i give up i've come so far come so so far i've had this conversation a fair bit as a coach you know with clients not being able to stick to a meal plan or to a training program it's not the end of the world sure but if you have a goal you need to know your reasons why if you forget your reasons why you don't know why you're doing something then you're not going to be able to achieve it we need to be able to adapt because sometimes goals do change and like every year things change things come up not always sunshine and rainbows as you'd hear me say a million times in this podcast you know like businesses had to do during this time we had to pivot and so if you don't know your reasons why for your own goals you'll get distracted easily you won't prioritize yourself or your goal and you'll probably feel like giving up and that's why knowing your why and deeply understanding the flow on effects of it make it far easier to do something and stick to it even in a lockdown (laughs) so say for instance you say hey Raquel I want to lose 10 kilos in 12 weeks I'll say sounds great also the time frame is very achievable however if you cannot commit to training three to four days a week in the gym being prepared with your food you go out with friends and you have FOMO with drinking and eating you also go off track every weekend then losing that 10 kilos is not going to happen but why does 10 kilos matter so much to you If you just think that losing 10 kilos is going to make you look better in your clothes, you're going to be able to have abs, everyone's going to love you, maybe that's a little bit too superficial because that's not going to motivate you like so I can run around with my kids and play Chasey or so I can attract a partner or I can go on a dating show. Like that would be an incredible goal, but there's also so much more to that as well. Connecting the dots of what is really important in your life is going to make you stick to your goal. In the most complex yet fundamental way, I'm going to explore Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you can search this on Google. 
Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I'll put it in the show notes as well, because he's going to talk like what I'm going to talk to you about is understanding your human wants, needs and desires, essentially. And so we have this triangle and at the very bottom of the triangle, the very base of the triangle, it's you know split into five sections. And the first section at the bottom, we have physiological needs. We need oxygen to breathe. We need food to eat, water, sex, sleep, homeostasis. And of course, we must excrete waste. If these needs are not satisfied, the human body cannot function optimally. Maslow's considered uh, physiological needs the most important as all the other needs become secondary until these needs are met. The second level is safety. We must feel safe in our body with others. We do things to protect our body from harm, like we flinch away from fire. We also look for resources that will keep us safe. At a primitive level, we made weapons to fight off predators. We also stayed with, you know, a tribe, a community that, you know, we could also help us survive. Now we still have weapons, but we also have innovation like seatbelts, airbags, first aid and CPR. We've adapted with our society, how, how, how it has changed. We have technology like cameras and medical aid too. We also must make money now to survive. Without money, we actually can't eat healthy, nutritious food, which for women means we may become infertile, higher stress levels, lower libido, and probably make riskier choices. The third level up is love and belonging. This one is pretty easy to connect the dots on. We must be connected to a community of people who we love and trust and give us love and trust back. In the intimate sense, sexual intimacy creates dopamine and serotonin, oxytocin, in a non-sexual way, it's about trusting your people too, feeling like you belong. I never felt safe in my first primary school that I went to. So my ability to make friends with other people in my new school, my new primary school, you know, after that was very different. I quickly learned if I was going to make friends, I couldn't use the old habits I had from the tumultuous first school. The fourth level is esteem. So self-esteem, self-confidence, having enough confidence to seek achievements and having the respect of others and by others. And the last level is self-actualization. It's the highest level in Maslow's hierarchy and refers to the realization of a person's potential, self-fulfillment, seeking personal growth and peak experiences. Maslow described this level as the desire to accomplish everything that one can to become the most that one can be. In the show notes, I've actually linked the website where I also helped, um, got some information from for myself to make this a little bit easier to understand. But the growth needs, which is a self-actualization, which is the highest level of the triangle, doesn't do not stem from a lack of something, but rather from a desire to grow as a person. So that top level, the one that I just explained, is the ability like you you seek more, you know that you can be more satisfied, or you know that you know you might be able to reach a higher level, which is you know self-actualization essentially. Now, every person is capable and has the desire to move up 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 on the hierarchy toward the higher level toward the self-actualization where you know this is where you see those people who are super motivated in the gym and they're self-motivated they're self-driven they don't let other things in their life get to them it's like this is non-negotiable this is my life this is what i do um unfortunately progress for a lot of people is often disrupted by a failure to meet lower level needs so if you look at the very bottom of that 
pyramid the physiological needs are again air food drink shelter clothing warm sex sleep homeostasis excretion so you know if you can't do those things properly then you know the next stage which is safety you know you don't feel safe in the environment you don't like the certain people in a certain environment you're probably not going to want to you know level up you're probably not going to go to the gym as often because you feel scared then you've got love and belonging needs you don't have a supportive environment well then you know you don't have a coach or you don't just have someone you know telling you to keep going when things feel like you know nothing's changing well you're probably not going to commit to it you know especially if you've got a personal relationship where that person puts you down and says nothing's changing why are you going well that's not the encouragement you need um the esteem needs like the self-esteem needs you know you need to have some level of achievement for yourself you know the desire to you know keep going the desire to you know just keep chipping away even though you know maybe you don't understand everything it's that ability to go hey i'm I'm here i'm showing up and then you've got the highest level which is the one we're talking about right now the self-actualization needs where it's the highest level and refers to that you know growth aspect of one's life where they can accomplish everything that one can be and, and do all of the stuff that they really you know intrinsically are motivated to do and i think it's at that level where you're no longer looking for external validation you're not looking for um, self-gratification and you're not looking for dopamine hits on your phone and and apps and you know encouragement from others all the time you just do it it's just become you and it's become you because you realize that you actually have more to give or you perceive yourself as um i'm at i I don't need the reassurance so much anymore of course reassurance is great but it's not something that you look for that motivates you to keep going um and i think it's very interesting so if we have a look at this pyramid it perfectly explains how when we don't have all those requirements, achieving a goal can be really hard, especially when you have, when you want to lose weight, you know, if your environment is an environment where people are eating bad foods all the time, even though, you know, there's no really such thing as bad foods, but if they're not eating, you know, on a meal plan, they're not tracking their foods, they're not weighing their foods, they're going to see that it's quite foreign. So you're going to be in an environment where people are going, oh, what are you doing? Why are you weighing this? Or what do you need to eat? Like, what can you eat? What are you allowed to eat? Are you allowed to eat that? And like questioning you can sometimes be invasive of A, your privacy, but also B, not actually lifting you up instead of being curious and being like, wow, like, what does this mean? And how does this actually work? Is this actually something that that bodybuilders or bikini models or is sustainable for you? Like, do you like doing this? Instead of being curious, you might be getting a lot of lashback and negativity. And that's not an environment that's uh, A, loving or making you feel like you belong um, in that household. It's like, you know, when we've come up in the last two years upon all these different um, opinions on certain things, if your environment has a different perspective to you, it can clash. It's the clash of the titans. Um, and we've seen that separation quite clearly and obviously. And I think this is where we really need to become stronger within ourselves and to get to that self-actualization level where your motivation is not relied on other things and other people it's just who you are can be very difficult to get to now if you're a bit confused why i'm talking about this i'm explaining that in order to reach your goals you mustn't just look at your body as a physical object let's break down what losing 10 kilos could mean to someone your bones and joints don't hurt much 
don't hurt so much anymore. You can touch your toes without your back hurting. You can squat and lift your nieces and nephews or children up. Your blood pressure drops. You're not at risk of heart disease. Your immune system has improved. You feel comfortable to wear dresses and shorts in summer instead of pants and long sleeve tops to hide your body. You feel confident in yourself to approach someone in the gym or approach a potential person you're attracted to. You don't feel bloated anymore. You are attracting a partner or you're dating and you're enjoying it. You get to have a healthier sex drive. You get to breathe better and don't feel gassed after a flight of stairs. You don't punish your body by starving it or overexercising. That's something that you've unlearned. You can chase the kids or keep up with them when they play outside or you know, when your teenagers are playing, you can also join in. You get to live a longer and healthier life. You're more productive at work. You're also excited to do and try different things, which I think is someone who, when you're you know, uncomfortable in your body, you don't try things because you often you know, don't want to get out of your comfort zone. And that's definitely a barrier to life. You feel safer in your body and with others being with your body. You might even survive a zombie apocalypse. There's 20 reasons here why losing 10 kilos is so much more than to fit in a pretty outfit. Knowing why losing weight in this example and being able to reflect on these when times get tough or you feel less motivated is important because the motivation won't always be there. You just need to be consistent and keep going. Being successful doesn't happen by accident. So why is it important to you and you, not someone else, not because you should or think you have to, but because you want to like to and see that there is benefit even when it gets hard. Like I said before, you keep going. You realize that you won't always love it, but you still do it. And that's all because knowing your why, knowing the reason why you keep going when it feels like hell is more important than how you want to sleep through your 5 a.m. alarm because you couldn't organize yourself and stop crawling on your scrolling on your phone at 10 p.m. at night. Thanks for listening, everyone, to episode 48. Share this with someone before the end of 2021 and tag me in your stories on Instagram. I'm going to leave my podcast with a phrase that I love and inspires me to keep going when shit gets hard. Three months from today, you will thank yourself. Bye, everyone. <laughs>